Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laura. Carter family, Foggy Mountaintop from 1929. And what better way could there possibly be to start a broadcast about family bands? American Grooves Radio Hour, Joe Loro here, and we're going to be playing all kinds of recordings of family bands recorded in the pre-war era, country, jazz, blues, primarily country, as I just went through my record collection looking for some of these recordings, and I never got past C in the country section for all these amazing families that recorded. The Stoneman family, the Carter family, several different Carter families, the Carly family, you name it. There were so many. And, you know, that was a time when music was played in the living room. There was no radio let alone television and internet and all that. And people entertained each other with instruments. And if you were in a rural area, playing to each other and learning how to play an instrument was a big deal. You played for family picnics, all kinds of local functions. You might have learned the fiddle from your grandfather or a guy across the street. And hey, people had large families, larger families back then. It's easy to have a band. So many of these people, like Ernest Stoneman, had children, wife in his band. And we're going to explore some of those recordings. Now, here is another Carter family. This is by a group called the Carter Brothers and Son Trio from Mississippi. They are absolutely 
amazing, really kind of one of a kind. Uh, they recorded on Vocalion and OK, we're going to play one of their OK sides. And the record uh, uh, ledger said, fiddle records with guitar accompaniment and vocal effects. They had a very odd way of singing, very characteristic, archaic, you name it. God knows where they learned it, but they had a very unique sound. Here is the Carter Brothers and Sons singing in their own very distinctive style, a song that was popular with both black and white string bands, a rural tune called Cotton-Eyed Joe. Carter Brothers and Son from Monroe County, northwestern Mississippi. George Carter, the elder, was born probably around 1869. Andrew probably about 10 years later. The son, of course, maybe 25, 30 years after that. And he went on to live to be a very old man. And my my friend who's been on this broadcast, Rich Nevins, actually interviewed him quite some time ago, back in the 1960s. We're going to play a little bit of Rich's reminiscences about that journey in a future broadcast. But anyway, they were cotton farmers. Uh, they loved music. It brought them together. It brought them to the microphone when OK Records and then Vocalion came looking for families and anyone that could sing and play music for their rural series of recordings. As I mentioned, uh, a lot of the recordings we're going to play tonight are country, but let's go to a famous family of jazz. Here is uh, the Cole family, Nat King Cole on piano. There were four brothers, and this is at least two of them on this recording. And it happens to be Nat King Cole's first recording, 1936. The group was called Eddie Cole and his Solid Swingers. And here's their own tune from 1936 called Thunder, The Cole Family. <laughs> ¶¶ 
Ernest Stoneman and his family at the legendary 1927, July 1927, Bristol Sessions, known as the Big Bang of country music, when the Carter family, Jimmy Rogers, the Stonemans, and so many others were first recorded. Although Stoneman began his recording career several years earlier, he had heard uh, OK's records of Henry Witter, and he said, man, I could do better than that, and he got himself a contract with OK Records. He, in fact, was quite a bit more talented, in my opinion, than, uh, than uh, Henry Witter, who was uh, one of the first country people to record. Um, he and his wife, Hattie, married in uh, November of 1918, had a huge family, 23 children. I believe 18 of them survived into adulthood and several were in the band. His wife, Hattie, is on fiddle and voice on that recording. And the Stonemans went on for many years as a family band. Uh, Ernest went on to, I believe he died around 1968, but the family performed even after Ernest was gone. But there they are early in their career at the Bristol Sessions singing a gospel tune, Are You Washed in the Blood of the Lamb? Bill and Earl Bollock, better known as the Blue Sky Boys, a family band, brothers. They were very popular from around 1935, 36 uh, at Bluebird Records, and here they are uh, from around 1938, the Bollock Brothers, Blue Sky Boys, East Bound Train. The eastbound train was crowded One cold December day The conductor shouted tickets In his old-time fashion way A little girl in sadness Her hair as bright as Said I have no ticket, and then her story told. My father, he's in prison. He lost his sight, they say. I'm going for his pardon this cold December day. 
to earn our bread. While poor dear old blind father is in prison almost dead. My brother and my sister would both be very glad if I could only bring back my poor dear old blind St. Martin One Step, recorded in Dallas, Texas in 1934 by the Bro family. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. B-R-E-A-U-X. They were Cajuns living in northern Louisiana. Clemo, Ophi, and Amadid recording here. Uh, True Cajun music, true family band, rural stuff from northern Louisiana, and one of the greatest examples of Cajun music from that time. Just fabulous. 
And talk about obscure. These records only sold regionally. I mean, who was buying Cajun records in Chicago? Nobody. Who was buying Cajun records in New York or Detroit? Nobody. They sold in northern Louisiana. They sold in Mississippi. They sold maybe in New Orleans, but it was very regional, just like Delta Blues and truly a family band out there on the swamplands of northern Louisiana, the Bro family. And I, and I should really clarify the reason why people weren't buying Cajun records outside of the northern Mississippi area is because there were no Cajun people there. It was a different world. You received the music either live or from a phonograph record. And, you know, you weren't buying Cajun music because you never heard it or you didn't know what it was. It was foreign to you. So the world was way, way, way bigger back then, both in the way music was disseminated to people and just the way people travel. They didn't travel. Back in the 60s and 70s, when people like Rich Nevins and Dick Spotswood went around looking for some of the early musicians, well, these musicians sometimes lived in the same house for 60 years. They never moved. They lived in their region. They never departed. And it wasn't as difficult to find some of these people as you may think. And we're going to have another show in a couple of weeks where uh, we'll interview folklorist record producer, record collector, and seer and inspiration to me and so many younger collectors. Mr. Rich Nevins will be here telling some of the stories about how he found some of these rural musicians back in the 60s and 70s. But now, uh, as I mentioned, we had several Carter families. And here is yet another Carter family, this one being a blues Carter family, better known as the Mississippi Sheiks with Bo Carter. And here they are in 1931, cracking that thing. Break the record when you come to crack 
Uncle Tom has got his stand way down in town. The lawyer's trying to close them down about cracking them things. Oh, it's cracking them things. There's a really break the record when you come to cracking them things. Corley family recorded in Dallas, Texas, their only recording session, 1929. They recorded four sides and vanished into the wilderness. Family band, even Junior out there singing the high part. And that was not unusual. Uh, Family bands often included children singing in the band, maybe even playing guitar or an instrument, a ukulele, in some cases, a small instrument for small hands. And before that, we heard the Carter family from Mississippi, a different Carter family. That was the Mississippi Sheik's Carter family. And actually, uh, uh, Bo Carter, who was a recording, a blues recording artist in his own right, real name was Chapman. So I should say, I should correct it. It's actually the Chapman family. It was Bo Carter Chapman uh, and his brothers, Lonnie Chapman and... And Sam Chapman, Sam lived to be a very, very old man, made some films where he talked about his family and recording blues in the Mississippi Delta. And that was the Carter 
Chapman family, better known as the Mississippi Sheiks. Now, here, uh, speaking of children being in the family band, here is uh, a duo that I love. It is a father and his five-year-old son, little Jimmy. This is this is Asher Sizemore and little Jimmy, and they first recorded, uh, released, I should say, in 1933, uh, little Jimmy's cowboy song and they were very believe it or not they they had a little 15 minute radio show through the early 1930s through the great depression years and the radio show they plugged the little song book uh, of songs that they sang on their radio shows. Uh, they would ask people to send 25 cents, and they were very successful. All those quarters really meant something during the Great Depression, and they really had quite a business for quite some time. And here is one of their first recordings, Little Cowboy Jimmy, Asher, Sizemore, and Little Jimmy. Going to be a cowboy when I get big like my dad. I'll be a bronco buster and ride over the plane like mad. Oh, give me a laugh in the saddle out on the western plains. I'll be as game a cowboy as ever pulled the rain. Yes, sir, here's little Jim, that tiny little fella, just five years of age, and he says he's going to be a real cowboy. And he's all dressed up just like a real cowboy with that great big hat, the gun, and the boots, and all that goes with him. And can't you just picture little Jim as a lone cowboy way out on the prairies? We see him all wrapped up in his blanket. Then we see him looking up at the stars that are twinkling like diamonds that are set in the sky. Ah, uh, but who wouldn't like to be a cowboy? But you know a cowboy's got to be brave with all of those wolves and the coyotes just lurking in the shadows, waiting to prey on some poor little yearling that's straight away from the herd. But suppose we listen to little Jim as he tells us just what he's going to do when he grows up and becomes a real cowboy. I'll ride a no-but jumper Oh boy, what fun it will be An old, old time cowpuncher Well, having this thing on me Oh, give me a life in the saddle Out on the western plains I'll be a game of cowboy Has ever pulled the reins I'll check a stampede cattle And learn to twirl at one I'll court the ranchman's daughter and take her out to dine. Oh, give me a life in the saddle out on the western plains. I'll be a game of cowboy has ever pulled the reins. I'll be a sporting cowboy, the best on the range that's found. I'll make the girl so dizzy when I gallop into town Oh, give me a life in the saddle Out on the western plains I'll be a game of cowboys Has ever pulled the rain If this world from you is home I'll let you learn and grow And you have to Thank you. 
Mississippi, I believe they were from Gulfport, Mississippi, and they recorded as a family band the Mississippi Juke Joint, no, the Mississippi Juke Band, and when they did spiritual tunes just like that one, they would just use Blind Roosevelt Graves as the name, but the two of them recorded prolifically together during the Great Depression years as the Graves Brothers, as the Mississippi Juke Band, and as Blind Roosevelt Graves, as that recording of Take Your Burden to the Lord is listed on the record label. Neither of them really lived to be old men. I think they were both gone before they were 50 years old, but they left this wonderful legacy. Yet another wonderful American band in that great patchwork of music that we have in this country. If you are just tuning in, this is Joe Lauro, and you are listening to the American Grooves Radio Hour. We're here every Sunday at 4 o'clock, and we repeat the show at 10 on Sunday as well, right here on WLIW-FM, Southampton, New York, and over the air at 88.3, serving Eastern Long Island and Southern Connecticut, 96.9 if you happen to be in Western Southwark, and we're streaming at WLIW.org backslash radio, and we even have podcasts of many of the archive shows wherever you get your podcasts you can tune in and we are listener supported WLIWFM Long Island's only NPR station I am delighted to be here every Sunday for you now we're getting towards the end of our family band American Grooves Radio our broadcast and I, I can't really complete the show without playing my favorite little rural country family band also from Mississippi this is Hoyt Ming Troy Ming and Roselle Ming Floyd Ming and his Pep Steppers first came to the attention of a later generation on the wonderful Harry Smith anthology of American folk music, their legendary recording of Indian War Hoop. Here is another recording from that session, not as well known. It's called the Tupelo Blues, Floyd Ming and his Pep Steppers family band. Oh, my God. 
on the corner with my hat in my hand Just waiting for the mama ain't got no man I got the blues, that's what I sing Got the Chattanooga blues today Papa tied a balloon to Mama's back The last time I saw her, she's ballin' a jack I got the blues, that's what I see Got the blues today Tennessee, the Allen brothers, that's Lee Allen and Austin Allen, who recorded quite a bit for the Victor label, started on Columbia. They were really what I consider to be a skiffle band. They used kazoos. They used mandolins, guitars. They really were a fun little duo, and they were quite popular, recording all kinds of fun and risque numbers. That was their Chattanooga Blues, recorded for RCA Victor in 1930. And it looks like we're really just about running out of time. I hope you've enjoyed our family band volume of the American Grooves Radio Hour, Joe Lauro here, about to say goodnight, but I'm going to leave you with Lonnie Johnson, the great blues guitar player, Lonnie Johnson, and his brother band, James Johnson on piano, Lonnie on fiddle, not guitar, uh, the Lonnie Johnson, or I should say the Johnson Brothers Trio, and this tune is called the Johnson Brothers Trio Stomp.
Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Lawrence. 